we talk some hoops and plenty of hoops to talk about with the big seven foot of the five time NBA champ, three as a player, two as a coach, and the author. Is it too early to call you an author? Because it's not official. We have not released your book yet. But the author, the future author, the one only Bill Cartwright. What's going on, seven foot? No, no, I, I am not an author yet. You know, it hasn't been done. Finish in the stores. And so, no, it's, uh, it has been quite the undertaking. Um, but uh, that's what happens when there's uh, COVID and there's nothing to do. What do you do? You go write a book. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and call me six times a day. Yeah, that was good, you know, during those COVID days. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's not like you, you had anything to do either. So, you know, luckily, luckily we had each other. Remember, we stayed on the air. We were like one of the few shows that stayed on the air. And not only did we do... Um, you know, you know the serial madness and everything. But w- remember what we did. We we did the last dance. You know, which which you part took in, and you gave us some weekly updates with that. So that that was some uh, that was some riveting radio to hearing on uh, all the behind the scenes stuff that happened in your Bulls yeah. days. Yeah, and also don't forget that we have the uh, right uh, uh, contest. That's that right. Going on. We did. We had the Cartwright family contest. Man, I thought that thing would never end. Jeez. I mean, that was like a that was like a movie, you know, back in the day like Jaws played like for 26 straight weeks or, you know, The Exorcist or American Graffiti. I think the Cartwright Family Contest lasted about about that long. Can we get it back? Oh no, here we go again. Cartwright, let's, yeah, okay. let's bring that stuff back. <laughs> we we may have to bring it back part 2. Yeah. <laughs> why why not? I mean, this, this is about uh um, Twenty different Rockies. Why, why can't we just uh, keep the family contest going? You could now, but just don't bring COVID back, okay? Just bring it back without COVID. Let's make sure. Jeez. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, uh, fun I, for I everybody but Numchuck. Numchuck led the league in COVID. Oh, you know it's true. Twice, <laughs> twice, twice. That's it. Well, twice. Twice confirmed. I'd probably say what, another two or three times no, unconfirmed. Twice. I'm just giving you a bad time, man. All right. So hey, let's real let's talk about this, man. So the seven footer is writing a book and he's almost done. All right. And and I hope I'm not, you know, going out and doing any spoiler alerts here. But you know, you, you brought it up. I want to know what has been the biggest challenge for you? Because I've always been tempted to write a book, and I just haven't had the, the, the patience or the time to 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 dive in and put into it. And and you're one of the guys that has been hammering me to do a book. He, the seven footer, has been hitting me probably for the last five years to do a book, uh, because you know he loves the stories. But what has been the biggest challenge for you during this process? Well, the biggest challenge is a simple question. What do you want this book to say? And it's been quite the undertaking of being able to finally format it because it is an autobiography. So a lot of it is is just talking about, you know, all the way back to my mom, my dad, growing up, small town, blah, 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 just all those things that nobody would ever know. Uh, um, and then kind of talk about the people who helped you along the way. Uh, my book is, it starts with, you know, talking about the fact that I don't have a horror story to, to tell you about because I don't. Uh, 
I had great parents. I had great siblings. I had, uh, I had great coaching. I was really very bored today, and I didn't get injured. Uh, but I just happened to be this really tall guy that loved to play sports probably more than than the next bear. So, um, and it was and it was great. But just those adventures along the way, and then talking about the possibilities of, of you know, why would a guy from Oak Grove High School have any success? And it's just thinking that hmm, that is possible. Well, a lot of kids, they don't have that same vision and same thought that it, it's possible for a kid to be really successful uh, in their sport or whatever endeavor they're looking to be in. And, uh, you know, we were undefeated when I was a junior in high school. We were Northern, Northern California Championship. Well, El Grove High School goes to Oakland and the Northern California Championship. And then I go to USF, which is not UCLA, but my sophomore year, we're the number one team in the country. So just to have those ideas and those thoughts that um, with the hard work that was generated by my dad and my parents and um, just, you know, determination that you could be whatever you want to be. So it's uh, it's just those ideas, those thoughts, uh, how things happen. Um of course, you know, you talk about things that happened in the 70s and 80s and 90s as, uh, you know, it's, it's, it takes a bit to kind of reflect on that and remind yourself that this did happen. So that's a little bit challenging too, but, uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. My wife, Sherry's been, um, helping me a lot. Uh, just as far as what she likes and doesn't like and uh, what's really, you know, nonsense and what's good. So uh, it's been good. It's been uh, it's been a good challenge. And um, thank God it's, it's going to be over, hopefully, in a month. <laughs> and, you know, I know that you do not want – you don't want this to be – uh, a tell-all, and you don't want it to be, you know, looking at the dark side of things, and you don't want controversy and all that kind of stuff. And as we know, there are a, a lot of guys out there, a, a lot of your fellow athletes, heck, some of your teammates, because a lot of your teammates with the Bulls, uh, you know, wrote uh, books already. And we know, hey, some are good, some are bad, whatever. But you wanted to make sure that you did not, you know, go below the belt and call out anybody or do that sort of thing. Is there anything there that's that's kind of maybe like on the fringe of that whatsoever? Because as you know, I mean, not only people you know like that, but more so, I think they like the behind the scenes stories or the locker room stuff, or obviously the relationship that you had with your teammates or even maybe adversaries, because let's face it, you know, people always talk about the bulls and the pistons and you going against lamb beer or Rick Mahorn and stuff like that. And then of course, you know, your uh, teammates, you know, probably the most famous, you know, player, one of the famous players on the planet, Michael Jordan. And then of course you got Scottie Pippen and you, and all that other kind of stuff. So I'm sure that, you know, you thought about touching upon those. Did you did you go into stuff like that? I went into that in a way, but 
from the people who know me, I'm not going to kill anybody because that's not who I am. So, but I will tell some stories that I've just, as a matter of fact, like this is what happened. Uh, we will talk about, you know, the Scottie Pippen incident when he didn't come back in the game. Everybody knows that story anyway. We'll talk a little bit about Michael, like our first meeting. Uh, that wasn't too great uh, in that meeting, but it was fine with me because it's more of my personality because nah, I don't really care what what anybody thinks. So it's um, it's it's more about myself than my own personality, my thoughts. Um, I'm more of a positive person anyway. So if you're reading this and somebody who knows me is reading this, they're like, you know, that's probably what he would say. So, um, that's who I want it to be. This is, this is about me, my personality, my thoughts. Um, it's going to be more positive than, than, than negative. Uh, that's just that's just what I like. I like fun. Uh, we'll try to throw some interesting things in there. Uh, so um, I do get some stories in from some other NBA players as well, along with some of my high school um, players, uh, teammates, my college teammates. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm not done adding yet, so I'm just, hope, just hoping to be done soon. But, uh, yeah, because I do want to have uh, the flavor and the story down, and the story writes itself. The story is my entire life, so uh, that's not done, but... Uh, we've gone all the way full circle back to USF, and we're going to leave it there. So just just fun, entertaining. Um, as you know, I've, I've uh, read other people's books, uh, so I've kind of looked at those and saw what I liked and what I didn't like. Um but it's been, like I said, it's been a, it's been an adventure, which is that in itself has been uh, fun for me because I like to learn, I like different things. Uh, this has been quite the test. Do you have a title yet? Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you about it yet. Okay, okay, good. Well, got, got a title in the uh, in the back pocket. That's that's great. All right, we'll look for the uh, the seven footers book. What we early next year? Is that what we're talking about? At the latest, yeah. At the it latest, maybe maybe sooner. Yeah. All right, good yeah. deal. Well, I know you've worked hard on it. You spent a lot of time, and it's like, okay, I'm working on the book today. I'm working on the book this week. There it is. So yeah, good. Yeah, but 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 at least I'll tell you what the what the uh, colors of the uh, book's going to be. I think you know. Hmm. All right, so college basketball, uh, your UF USF Dons have already played. You guys. Uh, Put 128 points on the board, isn't that right? And did, did you guys? Who was it? Was it Stanislaus Slate, Bethesda? I mean, I've seen a couple scores here. What's what's going on there? I mean, 
you're putting up a lot of points on the board. What's what's happening? Yeah, that's just uh, that's just something that happens. And you know, we're not the only team. Um, you know, you play teams who are just getting out of the game, whether they're uh, the one, two, whatever, three, and you play them, and uh, you have a good shooting night, and they have a bad one, and you're going to end up with one of those scores. So, um, you know, and you know the Dons. The Dons can't shoot you out, as we talked about that last year uh, when we played um, Arizona State, and it had them down 30-plus points. Uh, I sure hope you didn't lose any money on that, but uh, I, I, I kind of warned you, and you kind of knew anyway that we're, we're a dangerous-ass team because we could really shoot the ball. And uh, in the first game, we made uh, made a lot of shots. So, um, and that and that just remains. So, but that's but that's normal. I think that to start the season, you're going to see games like that. You're going to see games where there's 30, 40 points. I mean, this was a 60-point victory. It actually set a cool record. <laughs> so um, it was a lot of points, but uh, but our team guys played hard. Our guys were hungry, and and that team was was uh, was just really overmatched in every single you know every both halves. So it's. Um, uh, it was a great start for us, uh, and to me, it was a lesson for them. You know, every team likes to start the season off with, a, as they said in the movie The Longest Yard, uh, a tune-up game. And then, of course, you know, uh, Burt Reynolds says to Eddie Albert, says, yeah, you need a tune-up game. And Eddie Albert says, well, what's a tune-up game? You know, you bring in some, you know, semi-pro team, and you kick the blank out of them, and this and that. And he goes, oh. He goes, okay. He goes, well, hmm. How do you think we'd do, uh, you know, against the cons? And Burt Reynolds says, "Well, I didn't know the cons had a team." He goes, "Oh, well, they don't, but you've inspired me, Mister Crew. I think we will have a game, and that tune-up game will be the guards against the cons." And Burt Reynolds says, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! I'm not here to do any of that. I'm here to do the rest of my 23 months and get the heck out of here." And then Eddie Albert says, "Oh, no, 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 Mister Crew! That was before you struck Captain Canower." Ah, you're looking at much longer stay here with us. Unless you, you know, sometimes you have to go along to get along. How about that? Great movie, right? Longest year. That 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 was a great movie <laughs> and a great record. I'm, I'm not sure what that has anything to do with uh, basketball. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Here unless, we go. Here's the unless, transition. Here, the segue. Here comes the segue. Unless, what, what, are you trying to say USF's a prison and uh, what the team we played against were cons? No, what, what I'm you, saying is that they had this tune-up game that was supposed to be a blowout, and you had a tune-up game that was supposed to be a blowout against whoever you played, Stanislaus State, Bethesda University, whatever. But I'm transitioning to this, my friend. What happened here last night? The UNLV running Rebels were a 21-point favorite over Southern University. And I think everybody anticipated that UNLV was going to roll to victory here, but not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso says, holds up his pencil. As UNLV was defeated last night on their home floor by Southern, 85 to 71. Southern was ahead 40 to 21 at halftime. UNLV shot a miserable percentage, 43% from the field, 31% from three, while Southern 
connected on 57% of their shots, and they were 11 for 18 from beyond the three-point arc. You do that math, that's 61%. Um, yeah, it was it was a beatdown, and I'm not here to to rip on UNLV because, as you know, this stuff happens, but yeah. I, I, it, it happens. And I think a lot of people thought that, okay, they're, you know, just because they're a 21 point favorite, they, sh- they should roll to victory here. But this is what we get right now, right? With college basketball, that with the transfer portal, when your roster is not nearly the same for the most part as it was the prior year, you really don't know what kind of team you're going to have. And, I know a lot of people are today are saying that UNLV wasn't prepared. They overlooked Southern. But I'm going to take the other side and say, let's give some credit to Southern because they came in here, made the trip from New Orleans to Las Vegas, and they were ready to play. They were focused, probably got their scout on, um, and they, they were ready. And UNLV just did, did not play defense. They weren't ready to play. But that doesn't mean that UNLV is going to have a a horrendous season here. It's just one of those games that you chalk up that you weren't ready to play. You should have been ready to play, but you weren't ready to play, and you probably overlooked the opponent. And let's give some credit to the opponent. Well, yeah, of course. First games are hard. Look, first games are hard. First conference games are hard. First um, um NCAA games, they're hard. They're really hard because you don't have a feel for them. And then with a team like Southern, and I didn't see the game, but, you know, some teams don't match up. You know, whether they're big, they're small, they're maybe they're flat, uh, they just don't match up well. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're going into the game with a, a blank, blank piece of paper, and you don't know what you're going to get. And you're just really playing on the fly. Nobody's had a game. So um, I just think that first games, and I think we talked about that before, how hard first games are to play. Oh, yeah. Because you, you just don't have a feel for it. And obviously they got hot. And uh, they just couldn't couldn't recover from, uh, from a 20-point deficit. So uh, it does happen. It's very common. Uh, that's 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 why they call them upsets. So I'm sure the UNLV will rally, and uh, you know they got a veteran coach over there, so they're they're going to be fine. Kevin Kruger now in his third year, so not, I mean how much of a veteran he is, but he's he's got some some talented kids. But again, you just really don't have that continuity. I mean, when you these kids really have not played together. I mean, when you look at basically you have you have three. Three, you know, call it four, I guess, you know, returning players, but guys that really didn't see a lot of significant time. And, but they did rally in the second half and they put up 50 points on the board. And that, that should be noted. So you got off that slow start, scored 21 in the first half, you put 50 on the board. I mean, anybody that puts 50 on a board in a half, I mean, that is, that is some tremendous production. But that's why I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, the, the sky's not falling here. They're going to be okay. But, you know, get, when you have a, a team that's not used to, to playing together and say you overlook a, an opponent, which you should never do, but again, that does happen. But you got to give credit to the other side because Southern was focused, ready to play. And, uh, you know, they weren't coming here just to party or to, to eat some good food. 
they came out here to play and they got themselves a W. So, yeah, and you know, and and look, coaching is, you know, it's all about establishing your program. When you do that, you you win at home, and basically, you win the games you should you should win. So, uh, if if you feel like, let's say you like USF, we're picked third in our conference, so we know that this year. When Gonzaga comes to town, we're going to whip their ass. You know, when St. Mary's comes to town, we're going to whip them. That didn't happen last year. But we can take care of ourselves at home. We beat the teams we're supposed to beat on the road. Uh, that's how you go to the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, it's as simple as a formula as that. Um, but that's got to be your focus to start. Protect yourself at home. Win the game you can win. Build your team. Hopefully, by the end of the season, you'll be having uh, uh, 10, 11 guys with disadvantage. So your team is built, so there's no foul trouble issues. And then prepare yourself for all situations, whether it's full court trap, zone. Um, and so you, so your, your prep is just really, really good. So, um, that's why I'm really excited about our team this year. We're uh, we're not we, we've never been a super big team, and that remains. But we are really consistent. In the fact that uh, we can still shoot the ball, uh, we're going to score. Uh, naturally, it's not going to be the post ups that I want, but uh, but I'm not coaching, so I'm just going to watch. And our team's going to exist, and we're going to win because now we can. Hopefully, with the grace of God, guard somebody at the end of the game and keep people out of the lane and be a defensive presence. So, um, if we can guard a little bit, we're going to be great. We're going to be great this year. All right. We'll keep an eye on those uh, Dons. All right, real quick. uh, Warriors and Nuggets last night. uh, Big battle. Uh, Nuggets won 108-105. Jokic with 35 points. Uh, Curry with uh, 23 last night. Uh, we're still playing some pretty good basketball. Draymond Green did not play last night. Quick take. Uh, did you watch the game and, and thoughts on both these teams going forward? We picked those teams. That's going to be, um, you know, we picked Denver to be the best team in the West. Uh, as they should be, they're, they're the chance. And the Warriors are in there somewhere, whether it's four or five. Uh, and that pinning that they can stay healthy, but they're, they're two guards with, uh, Curry and Paul. Both those two guys did not play 60 games last year. So if they could play, um, those guys, I think they're going to have a great year. So, um, yeah, yeah, I did watch the game. It was an interesting game. Uh, weird because uh, the last play of the game, Curry had had a shot at the basket, a layup, left in a layup, and Jokic was coming at him and basically let him go, and he shot the thing over over the the rim. So it was um, it was very odd ending of the game. Um. But um, but it, but a good game. Warriors have been on a long road trip, so I'm sure they're I'm sure they'll 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 take the results of that road trip. I just hope they stay healthy, man, because I I, I want to see the Warriors make a run again with Denver. I want to see some healthy teams down the stretch and see what happens here. 
in the Western Conference. And those Kings, uh, they're right back being good again. You know, kept the majority of their team intact as well, too. So we'll look forward to that. All right, my friend. Uh, we'll give you a little salsa to, to go out with. A little salsa music. Salsa? Yeah. Give you a little, man. I think we got now. Yeah. We're going with a little salsa. Send you out. Shaking it up. There you go. Oh, my goodness. I remember Hey, my my massage today, right? Usually get the med- meditation music. So I asked Miss Cuba to 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 give me give me something else. And next thing you know, boom! She's playing this. She's playing this song. And all of a sudden, my massage took a whole different meaning, baby. I mean, it was great, you know. And all of a sudden, her hands started going a little faster to a little rhythm. How about? Have you ever had a massage? Because you're the king of the massages. To like rhythm like this. I, I may have had that. I just could imagine you playing salsa music. So, I mean, that's why we're playing. A little bit different. Hey, hey, the next time, can we get some Weird Al Yankee Man John? Oh, you're going to play that. Why not, why not play that? Come on. I'll talk to you, you later, brother. I'll talk to you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. The big seven footer, big Bill Cartwright. <laughs>